Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! What's happening? Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan. Hey, what's up? What's happening? We're we're a man down, but it's Thanksgiving week. It's a short week. We could be short staffed. Mm-hmm. We can go go into the Patriots moving ahead with another win, expanding their uh, their record above 500, six and four after beating the Jets for the second time in a month. This game went about exactly as we expected it to go, which basically means no offense whatsoever. Right. I mean, when you're watching this game, are you bored? Are you intrigued? Are you frustrated? What's what's your feelings when you watch a game with like 20 punts? Yeah, I think I think bored and frustrated are the words that that come to mind. Bored, yeah. Uh, frustrated because we're moving the ball and we're having these untimely penalties and sacks. Uh, Mac Jones sacked six times for negative 44, eight penalties for 55 yards. Uh, to me, two drives really stand out. Mid second quarter, we drive to the Jets seven. And then there's a holding call in Kajust, followed by a nine-yard sack. And then we have to kick a 43-yard field goal. I think that was from the Jets' 23. Um, and then early third third quarter, we get to the Jets' 22. Uh, Damian Harris is really setting us up in these drives. Um, and then we take a sack, and we get a holding on Ference, and we get 14 yards back but still miss a 43-yard field goal. Uh, those two drives particularly stand out because we move the ball really well on them. Um, we moved the ball well on the other drive we scored on, which is a, a field goal, but w- we are not scoring touchdowns. Um, 3-3 for, what, 59 and a half minutes of football? <laughs> yeah, almost it, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tough to watch. Um, even the biggest Pats fan um, would probably have a, have a tough time watching that. And, you know, it's the same problems. It's the same problems. It's, um, we put in Kajust this week at right tackle. Um, I think we were getting a little sick of Isaiah Wynn, but it's a lot of finger pointing at individual players. And, and to me at this point, it doesn't matter who you put in there. It's not an individual player problem. It's a coaching problem. I'm looking at the first play of the game. It's a perfect example. I put on the all 22 um, defensive tackle gets blocked by on Wenu and Kajus guy on the edge wraps around and goes inside the center. Uh, David Andrews at the time. And, immediate pressure. And then there's a, a linebacker from the right that's not even touched. So you start off the game with, with a sack, not even close. Um, these guys just don't know what to do as far as the stunts, the blitz pickups. Um, it, and it's a trend. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, one one saving grace is, could you imagine being a Jets fan right now? We're Brutal. like, oh, this, this was tough. It was hard to watch the offense, the coaching issues, the personnel switching. And at the end of the day, they had the Patriots had 297 yards of total offense. Not good, but respectable. The mm-hmm. Jets had a total of 103 yards of total oh, offense. 44 passing yards uh, once, once you subtract off the sack numbers. Yeah, Zach Wilson is not good. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but his, he cannot th- make the simple passes to save his life. He has uh, two different times in this game. He had a guy wide open in the flats with, five, 10 yards at least around him. And he overthrows the ball. He throws it sidearm. Like, well, what are you doing? Why are you? And then it and sails. It, it, it catches the wind and it sails over their head. It's a simple pass, man. Like, you know, block. there's, there's no reason to throw it that way. There was no reason in, in these situations to throw it that way. He wants to make the highlight plays. He doesn't want to make the simple plays. Um, it's gotta be brutal for them to watch. Cause that's, they have a good defense there. Um, 
they we got a little bit lucky a couple times. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, ball over the middle, um, just barely doesn't get his second foot down with the ball. He would have fumbled that, and it would have gone for six to Sauce yeah. Gardner. Um, Jonu Smith on a tight end sweep, running to the left sidelines, goes to switch ball hands, and just, just never, drops. I don't know if I, yeah, I just don't know if I've ever seen that before. He just just put the ball on the ground, you know, no big deal. I watched it like ten times. It looked like he had it in his left hand, and then at some point it was slipping out of his left hand. So he tried to corral it with his right, and then knocked it out of his his grasp entirely. Just just painful. It's like, what can we do to shoot ourselves in the foot? Because that's what we're finding a way to do. And I hear a lot of people talking about Mac Jones as the problem. I thought he was outstanding in this game as far as what he could do with the time he had. He had nothing. He had no time. And he was getting the, rid of the ball pretty quickly because he knows if he doesn't, he's going to take a sack, which he did multiple times. Ferentz, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. And... Um, but 23 for 27, I think. Only four incompletions. I didn't see any, like, terrible bad throws. Um, yeah. The thing you know, the thing with Mac was it was just the really inopportune sacks. When you take a nine-yard sack when you're at the edge of field goal range in, that, in that, those windy conditions, that was extremely frustrating. When, there was one play in particular, I think you called out the drive in the second quarter, where I think it was Damian Harris was right in front of him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just throw it at his feet. Just throw it right at his feet. If he, if yeah. the guys aren't open to me, I think it was like it was like third and sixteen or something. And then yeah. we take a nine yard sack. It's like, come on, just throw yeah. it into the ground. That's yeah, tough. I, I think I'm probably being a little nice on Mac Jones because of I'm I'm just watching the all twenty two and I'm watching how much pressure is on him and how fast it's coming. It's it's within a second and a half. There's like a guy in his face. On almost on almost every throwing play, the the times where he did get like actual time was a completion, and it was like a fifteen yard completion almost every time. There was one to Hunter Henry and one to Jacoby Myers in the third quarter that he had plenty of time and he made the right play. And um, it's tough. I, I I can't really judge a guy this harshly when he's under this much pressure. It's it's brutal, and it's for me. It's coaching. I don't know what you're seeing, but um, the doesn't seem to be much of a plan offensively. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. And well, when you're when you're comparing on the same field, the way that Mac Jones, second year player, is is showing up versus Zach Wilson, second year quarterback, and Zach Wilson tried to throw us three interceptions. Also, he, he tried did. to. I mean, Johnny yeah. Jones, Devin McCourty hit somebody else in the hands. Yep. Uh, so it could have been way worse for Zach Wilson. That was my main takeaway from this game was. We completely controlled the game, dominated, and it's 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 weird that it winds up being a tied game for fifty nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Patriots way 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 outplayed the Jets in this game in terms of the the issues offensively. Uh, yes, I think it is coaching on the offensive line, but it's also a lot of those guys are injured. Isaiah Wynn's already been ruled out for this next week. We lost him after the first quarter. David Andrews goes out uh, in the first half of this game with that thigh injury. Luckily, mm-hmm. he's he's practicing. He's questionable for this week. Trent Brown did get benched. He's he's right. one of those guys where you're like, how did how did that happen? Cole Strange, his play has has declined, particularly without Andrews in the game. So it's like personnel wise, maybe they aren't as talented as we had thought, especially with with the injuries they're getting. But they're the mixing and matching has not been working. They haven't found that magic juice. Right, yet. the giggle games they're playing. Oh, we're going to, Trent Brown is a career right tackle. He's been a right tackle his whole career. 
We've done everything but play him at, at right tackle. I think we've done it once, maybe one game this year. Um, really weird that, you, that you're just moving things around when guys, I mean, Andrews has had success in his career. We know he's not a slouch. Onwenu's not a slouch. We've seen Wynn play really well in the past. We've seen Trent Brown play really well in the past. Are the, are the left guard's a first-round pick. This should be something that we have in hand, but we don't, yeah. and it's not even close to looking in hand. It, it looks worse than ever, and I really feel like you're throwing these guys under the bus by benching them, and, you know, performance-wise, yes, they deserve to be benched, but I don't, I don't see that every one of these linemen has just forgotten how to play <laughs> offensive line all of a sudden. You know, yeah. I just, yeah. you know, I know I, I keep making the, the comparison, but the Jets offensive line, I feel like Wilson had more time in this game and, and potentially the Jets front has more more talent than the Patriots defensive front. I'm, I'm not sure. That might be a toss up right there. Uh, yeah, I don't but know about that. the fact that their offensive line couldn't adjust to the most simple of T.E. stunts that we were running on our defensive line, it was Every single passing down, it was just loop one of the the ends inside the tackle. That mm-hmm. was it, and it worked almost every time. Yeah, the stunts. I don't understand what the what the deficiency is there. All right, so on one who's got his block, you tell me what the right thing is to do because I think it's play specific. On one who has his block, and Strange and Andrews are double teaming the the other defensive tackle, who is Cornyn Williams. Um, I think his name's Bryce Hall. He stunts off the edge into mm-hmm. the B gap. And Kajust is in no man's land, and there's no one there to, to pick him up. Does Anwenu release his man and get that guy and hope Kajust picks up his man? Or is Anwenu supposed to rotate behind Anwenu and pick up the stunt? Oh, boy. No, no, no. Kajust is supposed to follow him inside and then transfer it to the tackle, the defensive tackle. And then that allows Anwenu to slide down and hopefully just mush that, that stunter into the double team that you have next to it. And then you got a three-man wall. But right. I mean, it's in just, on Wenu's case, if, if Kajust is is doing who knows what, and on Wenu's just out there on an island, then he just has to make a decision on who's going to get to the quarterback quickest and take that guy. Right. Multiple times during the game, Kajust looked like he had never seen a stunt before. Um, <laughs> there was another play where he got pushed back by a guy forty pounds lighter than him. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. conservative um, onto his keister, you know, and he's yeah. looking up and just rolling into Mac Jones. It's like Jesus, and you know. At some point, and, and I'm I'm putting it on Patricia because he's the offensive line coach, not as a coordinator, but he's got two jobs that he's really struggling with right now, let, let alone one. Um, <laughs> and we're probably going to end up beating up on him all season. Um, but, I mean, the Pats, they get a win. Great. Um, I don't think we're really a team that's going to do any damage, even if we squeak into the playoffs the way it looks. Um, anytime you play a team that's got more punts than completions – I mean, 10, punt, 10 punts to nine completion. Holy fuck. It was like the inept bowl. Um, it was. Really tough to watch. Marcus Jones, uh, bright spot, obviously wins a game on a punt return. You give him four or five punt returns, he's going to make something happen on one of them. Uh, and that's not including the fair catches. Should um, We should note the special, special teams coach coaching and, and the play design on that. The blocking was outstanding marcus jones yeah. did a great job setting it up by running straight ahead first and then bouncing mm-hmm. it to the sideline uh blocking Beautiful, was yeah. great play play design was great <sighs> who the hell knows what the jets coaching staff was thinking when they punt i watched the punt come off the guy's foot and he had he it was like he was going for most distance he wasn't going for hang time it was like they didn't care if we were going to return the punt at all it's like yeah it, and wasn't kick it, it straight up in the air or kick it out of bounds don't do what you did yeah 
And wasn't it the perfect time to kick to punt the ball out of bounds? It was the perfect time. You perfect know? time. Why not? There was like six seconds left. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason to punt that ball into the middle of the field. I think it was on the right hash. Um, really strange. Um, our punter did pretty well in this game, which is kind of nice to see. Uh, left-footed. I, I should have guessed that. That, that he, Bill yeah. was going to get a left-footed punter. Yeah, if we can get a left-footed punter in there, Belichick, you know. All day. Belichick gets very excited about that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> um, there was some bright spots. I thought I thought Damian Harris was really good, and you know that's pretty much it. I looked at Cole Strange's PFF. He got a seventy-six. Shocking to me, he got a seventy-six. Uh, Ferentz yeah. had like a forty-nine. Didn't um, did Strange get? He got pulled out of the game for a little bit. I don't know if that was injury related or not. I don't know. I didn't notice that. Um, you know, you just see the pressure, and you're like, well, it's him again, and. I don't know. I'm trying not to beat up on these linemen too much, but it's yeah. pretty hard to light? do. He looks, he looks maybe tiny. it's the way his uniform fits or something, but he, it's not like he's a short guy, but he looks slender. I mean, the, just compared to the guys he's next to, and I know he's next to some big guys, um, but yeah, even even so, he looks small. He looks yeah. small for an offensive lineman. I know he's athletic, and they want to get outside and do that zone blocking thing as much as they can. They, they tried it on fourth down. Um, that that zone stretch play, man. Oh god, that got blown up immediately. To Ramondre, oh my god, there was like four guys behind. Like, it's not in the cards for us. We're not doing that this year. You know, it's put it away. Don't put it away. <laughs> rip we don't that need to fucking see the thing. Stretch play anymore. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Um, that was a difficult coaching decision right there. When it's like with the wind, we really couldn't hit a forty-five yard field goal. But are you going to punt it from the twenty-seven yard line? Like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. So you kind of have to go for it, and we don't really have a good fourth down play, mostly because we don't have a good offense. I just didn't like the play call. I hate that stretch run, man. It hasn't worked. How many times has that worked for us? You know? I don't know. Maybe screen two? plays are the bread and butter of this offense. Just keep running screen plays. The check down to the running backs is, is where I think Mac Jones has been the best. Um, Ramondre, leading receiver, again, in this game, goes for 56 yards. Yeah, yeah I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. But, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and Damian Harris was a nice change of pace back. Uh, Ramondre was getting hit in the backfield a lot. 15 carries for 26 yards. Really not like him. But, I mean, it's yeah. tough. It's tough when you got guys w- with position on you right as you get the ball. Damian Harris had some nice gashes. Um, the, the running styles are complementary. The way that the, Damian yeah. Harris is, he's at full speed right out of the gate. And, yeah, maybe he doesn't have the wiggle. He doesn't have the patience. But when they're making as much backfield penetration as they were in this game and Ramondre's being more patient, he's he's getting hit before he can get started, where Damian Harris has already started. Yeah, Ramondre's definitely the more patient back. He reminds me a little bit of uh, like a bigger Le'Veon Bell, kind of. Um, the way yeah. he the way he kind of creeps along the line and then and then bursts. Um, and then by that time, he gets to the linebackers. He's got that change of pace that's kind of special, um, especially for a bigger guy. Uh, what else in Defensively, this game? defensively in this game i mean they were just outstanding yeah. zach wilson was horrendous but yeah. do you know I, I saw this today it was like part of the announcement that he got benched it was like zach wilson uh five and two this year as jet starter gets benched he's oh and two against the patriots he's five and oh as a starter when not playing the patriots and he just got benched that's how badly this defense bitched him out for two two out of three games Incredible. That's second second quarterback in a week that that's gotten benched because of our uh we got Frank Reich fired. We this got Frank defense. Reich. This yep. defense is a wrecking ball. Wait, Josh McDaniels better wish that they reschedule us and we don't play them in December because his job security might be 
it is strange. Foundation. It is strange because I thought Zach Wilson was pretty good last week against the, the Bills. 18 for 25, um, 101 rating. Not a lot of yards. Um, but some of the other games, 10 for 18, 14 for 21. He's not efficient enough. You know, you can't have your completion percentage around that point. I don't know what it is, but it's got to be less than 60, right? I mean, it's 55. I it's 50, 55.6. That's not very good at all. I think it was about the same all of last season as well. He's not yeah. He's not a high completion guy. He is not. He is not. Yeah. And so he this... is a douchebag. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I was so high on this kid coming out, and I love his talent, but he just looks like he's he just sounds like an asshole. The, yes. uh, in the press conference, they asked him, did you see, did you hear this? Yeah. 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 And they were like, um, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down? No, straight up. No. And, and yeah. looked next, like your defense allowed three points. How did you not let them down? You couldn't get more. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not even like, did they even try another field goal? I think they only attempted one field goal. That was it. That's all they did. They, that's like the only time they crossed midfield. Yeah. To say you didn't let the team down, the defense down is a slap in the face to your teammates. Um, there's yeah, no question responded. you did. Yeah, they responded. They 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 were like that is that is BS. Uh, Garrett Wilson knows. Elijah Moore knows. This guy, he's not it. He's not it. And maybe he turns it around. You've seen Tua, who I think is a great model um, for what's happening with Mac Mac Jones and, and Zach Wilson. Like you can and Justin Fields too. You could turn it around. Um, they got they got an offensive genius in there by all you know by most accounts in uh, Miami. And Tua looks great. You know, it's you gotta, you can't just throw guys into a job they've never done. Expect yeah. it to work out. Yeah, and this defense cost him his job. So uh, yeah. yeah, Patriots defense continues to roll. Uh, I don't think we had the news had come out yet that Barmore was injured enough to go on IR. Uh, has mm-hmm. since happened. I I don't know. I mean, the the pass rush is really good, and we'll get into this again later. But it gives him a chance in these games against quarterbacks that don't want to run and we we got one coming up this week on thanksgiving facing kirk cousins we saw what happened to him against the cowboys when their pass rush got going the patriots pass rush is the best part of this team and and it's going to give him a chance against the likes of kirk cousins whenever you play anybody that's a statue in the pocket so mm-hmm. it makes me feel good Derek carr is coming down the line when we play the raiders in a couple weeks depending on who the who the Cardinals have a quarterback. If Kyler stays out, it's going to give us a chance in a lot of these games. And if we're able to make the playoffs, it's going to be because Matthew Judon and these guys are getting home. Right. I mean, the defense looks great. You know, they're all over it. And I know the Jets suck, but as far as offensively, at least they suck. Um, but the amount of pressure we're getting, uh, Duggar had a nice had a nice blitz for a sack. Um, strip sack. But, yep. Yep. Judon, Wise, Bentley, they're oh, all getting a, in there. Not a strip sack, but I... I thought he had him teed up for long enough. Duggar did that. I thought he was going to strip him. Yeah, Judon, another one and a half sacks leads leads the league, I believe. Um, yeah, he's at like you know, 13, 13 and a half. Something. Yep, secondary's playing well. Hey, on that punt return, were you worried Mac Wilson was going to get a a block in the back at the end of it? It was. I mean, it certainly looked like it live from the replay. I didn't see like a side by side. Maybe it was a direct shoulder to shoulder check, like horizontally. But I was furious with him because I yeah, assumed like, they were going to throw that flag. Right. It was just one of those why moments. Why would you do that? The guy's 10 yards in front of you, guaranteed touchdown, and he comes over and smashes a guy in, in like the side back area. And I'm just looking for yellow on the flag, on the play. And like, why, dude? Why would you do that? Thank exactly. God we got away with it. I think there's a lot of guys that would have called that. 
Yeah, it would have been a, still a field goal attempt, but there was no guarantees with field goals with that wind. Yeah, the wind was was whipping. We didn't mention that. That was uh, that was a was factor. Pretty, it was a factor, but I mean, Mac Jones completed most of his passes, twenty three for twenty seven. I know they weren't really long passes, but you know. definitely impacted the kicking game. Nick, yeah, Fult- I'm sure Zach Wilson will be the first one to say, <laughs> you know, the wind sucks. That's why. Yeah, that's why I couldn't complete passes. Um, yeah, so the, the Patriots moved to 6-4. and four. We're currently, uh, we remain in the playoff picture. The Jets moved down to fourth in, in the division in this one. Uh, things are looking pretty good around the AFC. You know, the, the Chiefs are the only team with eight wins. There's a couple of teams with seven wins, and then Patriots are right there with six wins. And yep. You never know yep. how it's going to play out, but they're in a pretty good position to, to get one of those wildcard spots. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, I think the goal here is to win a playoff game. You know, I think that's that's like what you really would be happy with as far as the season, right, is to get into the sneak into the playoffs and, and win a game. Um, it depends on who you get, though, you know. I think there's a lot of teams well, that m- maybe... If you get Tennessee? Like, yeah, that's Tennessee, how I was going to say that. Be. I feel like that's that's a game we're capable of winning. Um, Baltimore, we played them close earlier yeah, this season. Chargers, Baltimore, maybe Cincinnati because of their offensive line. Yeah. Um, those are games that I, th- I think that are winnable. Chiefs, and if we get the Chiefs or Bills, I mean, forget it. Um, Dolphins, Dolphins, we'd have a chance against. Yeah, outside chance. If it's in if it's in Miami, I mean, I wouldn't be too excited about it. But that's true, you know. And and they're in first place, so right now they they'd have home field advantage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know we we got a lot to look forward to. A, a couple of the other games this weekend that we had called out ahead of time. Uh, one of them, we, we, you and I both made fun of JJ because he was like, I want to see how Philly responds. They're playing the Colts. And I'm like, they got the Colts are playing with a coach who's coached exactly one game so far. Mm-hmm. And, and Philadelphia was 8-0 up until last week. Turns out Philly had to use every trick in their bag to win this game by one point. It yeah. took them the entire game to come all the way back. Multiple fourth down conversions on the last drive. Right. Uh, they seem vulnerable. They do. They do. They seem like they hit a little rough patch. I mean, no one's going to go through the season just just dominating. I think they're really complete. Um, but yeah, you're right. I was watching the ticker at the bottom of the screen because it was a one o'clock game, I believe. Um, so I'm watching the snooze fest in New England. Um, and it was 16 to three. The Colts were up. And I'm like, fuck, what, what's going on over there? And then um, you blink and it's 17 to 16. And that's the way the game ends. Um, yeah. Jalen Hurts' drop back pass game is that's going to be the Achilles heel. And we saw it in the playoffs last year against Tampa. Tampa mm-hmm. puts a couple scores on him, turns it into a passing affair, and J- it's just not there for Jalen Hurts. That's the reason yeah. that I was not high on him coming out uh, as a quarterback prospect because that's the reason he got benched at Alabama was because they they couldn't do the drop back pass game. He gets benched at halftime. Tua comes in, wins that game, and it's like you're right. Yeah, yep. it's, it's yep. always going to be a problem for him. Yep. Uh, another game that we were excited about, Chicago playing Atlanta. Yeah, with Justin Fields in, in this game against Mariota, it feels like the, the Falcons have been playing really entertaining games. And Chicago, we know that too. So it was, it was two teams that have been playing all these close games. We're mm-hmm. really intrigued by it. Ends up coming all the way down to the wire. Atlanta pulls it out by three points. Justin Fields has a, a hurt left shoulder, non-throwing shoulder. Uh, Atlanta keeps pulling these games out. I mean, if... If we were playing one of those teams, which one, which one of those teams is more dangerous? Well, to us, I mean, we've already seen. The I mean, Bears. We, we know the answer to that. I don't yeah. want to find out the Falcons are more dangerous to the Patriots. Yeah, I, I, 
I like what the Falcons are doing. They're different. They they're different than they've been in, in years past. They actually have like a little bit of a running game, which we're not really used to. Their defense is not horrible like it's been in years past. I say that. I'm not really sure about that. But um yeah, uh Young Way Koo, the Falcons drive down the field, get a get a lead with Young Way Koo. Justin Fields gets the ball back, um, and then throws a little short pass over the middle intended for Montgomery. It gets tipped and intercepted by Jalen Hawkins, and that's the game. Um, I think the, the Falcons kneeled the ball after that, but yeah, tight game all the way through back and forth. I think it was 27, 24 was the final there. Um, I saw that Corderell Patterson fumbled the ball, gave the ball to the Falcons. They scored off of it and they kicked the ball off to Corderell Patterson and he returns it for a (laughs) touchdown. Um, so kind of a nice little redemption there. I mean, I love Corderell Patterson. He's a good player. He's been around for a long time. He's got the most NFL record. Kickoff returns for a touchdown now with nine. Incredible. Um, so that, yeah, that's going to the Hall of Fame, that jersey. Someone asked him for the jersey after the game. He goes, I can't give you this one, man. It's This one's going to the Hall of Fame. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty that's, cool. That's incredible. What a guy. Yeah, what a, yeah. What a strange career. He, he plays one year of big-time uh, college football at Tennessee. Is a return specialist, like catch-and-run specialist. Goes to the league as a first-round pick from the Vikings. Great returner, but never panned out as a receiver. Ends up switching to running back, yep. retains those return abilities, and you just don't see kick returners that are six three two thirty. Well, yeah, you I just, mean, you don't see that guy. They tried to play him as a wide receiver for most of his career. You know, it yeah. was and it was weird, and they they realized no, this is not what this guy's good at. They started using him as more of a running back, um, Ty Montgomery style. Um, you know. And it's worked out for him. He's he's got like a second life here, a third life even. Um, he's their lead back, and he's been really good for them when he's been in there. And they have a nice little one-two combination now with him and uh, Tyler Algier. Pretty sure he played with Zach Wilson at BYU, if I'm not mistaken, Algier. Oh, really? I picked him up uh, in fantasy. I had never heard of him. The name sounds familiar. So let me just look at this, because I'm pretty sure he played it. Yeah, he did. Okay, that is him. Um, yeah, so... Cool. Kind of yeah, cool. Kind of cool. The Falcons are fun to watch, man. But they are. They, are. they lost um, Kyle Pitts, MCL. I think he's out for the season. Right. It's a big oh, loss. He's going to be out for the year. Ouch. MCL. Yeah, torn MCL. So I, I can't imagine yeah. him coming back in four weeks. You know, it's you're the guy, a tight end you picked fourth overall. It's like the highest position ever for a tight end, if if I'm not mistaken. It is. Um, it is. It's too bad like that they're, in, they're a half yeah. game out of first place. The Falcons are. In that dreadful NFC South, five yeah. and six gets you half a game out of first place. Yeah, that NFC South is a man. It's a weird one. That's a weird division. Yeah, we'll just wait for the Buccaneers to take that one over. Yeah. Um, and then in the afternoon, the maybe the most hyped game of last Sunday, Dallas coming off a, a difficult loss on the road against the Packers, stay in the NFC North, go to the Vikings, coming off the biggest win of the year surging Vikings and they took a total nosedive from the first play. I literally watched one play of this game and it mm-hmm. was Kirk Cousins drops back. Micah Parsons strip sacks him. The Cowboys recover. And I was like, that's going to be the way this entire game goes. Seven sacks total in the game. Cowboys win 40 to three. The Vikings officially have a negative point differential for the season. They're eight and two negative mm-hmm. point differential for the whole season. Really hilarious. Uh, and it continues to be the Achilles heel of this team is protecting Kirk Cousins. Granted, they had to do it without their starting left tackle, Christian Derrissaw, first-round pick last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, good player. He remains out of practice with a concussion. He hasn't practiced yet this week. Right. I was just going to say that. I think he's already been ruled out for this game coming up. Um, oh, boy. 
That's so, difficult yeah, for the Vikes. It's, it's crazy to see that teams can be even worse in protection than we are this season. You know, I was looking at it as far as the, um, was it the sack percentage? And we're in seventh place as like the worst team. And there's, there's a few teams in the league, uh, Cincinnati, in that, in that discussion that are worse than us. And, and Minnesota just happens to be eight and two with that kind of problem. It's kind of remarkable um, that he's even able to get the ball out whatsoever. Uh, Justin Jefferson had probably his worst game that I can remember him having five targets for three catches and 33 yards. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots seem to get these teams at the right time. And it seems like now, now is the right time to play the Vikings because they look like a mess. 40 to three is just embarrassing, you know? Yeah. So brutal. So brutal. Yeah. And uh, it was so bad that Tony Romo got basically cut off by CBS. They're like, we, we know you, we paid him a, a bajillion dollars, but we can't watch this game anymore. So we're going to go watch Vegas and Denver play mm-hmm. a slot bowl. Uh, Vegas ends up getting this one into overtime, taking down the win. Uh, Devontae Adams with the big, big catch in overtime, totally blown coverage by the Runs Broncos. by four, four uh, Denver Broncos DBs that looked at him and, tur- <laughs> and turned their back. And then Derek Carr's under pressure. He just basically like just wings the it. ball out there, right? He just winged it out there. And there's no one for 25 yards around Devontae Adams. Like, hey, that's the guy. You should be, I would just leave Sertain on him the whole game. I don't care. Like, right. Just follow him. Follow, just follow, follow him. him. The entire game. And Sertain was the last one to look at him. And I'm like, Jesus. I was watching but, the game with my mom and even she was like, shouldn't they try to cover Devonte Adams? <laughs> your mom could like, be brilliant. Coach. You're hired. Yep. Your mom would be an improvement <laughs> on that coaching staff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. I think they're both three and seven now. Do I have that right? Yeah. Ah, Denver is so trash. They are just horrific. They're going on the road this coming week playing Carolina. And who who the hell knows? Who actually yeah, I think toss. Sam Does Darnold. It? Darnold's been called their their quarterback. But I'm like, I did hear that. How is this yeah. possible that I'm even thinking about picking the Panthers in this game? And I did. Where is I Baker Mayfield? Is he horrendous. hurt? That's where he is. No, he he played last week and it was atrocious. So they benched him. Is he's really playing that bad, huh? That he's just P- not even in the conversation above PJ yeah. Walker and Sam Darnold? PJ Not Walker's even in the conversation. Hurt. Otherwise, otherwise he would be starting. PJ yeah, Walker is far and away better than two top five picks that they have in that quarterback room. It's amazing how that happens. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that's a toss up game. Um, it's a real toss. It's in Carolina. That's why I took Carolina. That's the only reason. Denver's yeah, just I, so garbage. I know, but Sam Donald's garbage. I mean, I, Denver's yeah. defense is not garbage. Um, but that that was a blown play. I don't think that might be their worst play of the year so far that they've put on tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. Denver's yeah. defense has been pretty good over, overall in the season. They are good. And that's because Nathaniel Hackett is not coaching them at all. Oh, he gave away uh play calling responsibilities. <laughs> Did you see that yeah. on offense? Yeah. He's not yeah. calling the defense. There's no way. No, no. I don't think he has anything to do with the defense, which is why they're good. Yeah. They got El, El Gyro over there. El Gyro Avero or, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> that's their defensive coordinator. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, predictably Sunday night football chiefs and chargers. We figured this was going to be an interesting game. Uh, mm. Turns out to be a real entertaining one plays out almost the exact same way. Every one of these matchups plays out, which is Justin Herbert gets a lead. He carries it into the fourth quarter and then Mahomes tears their heart out at the very end. Usually via yeah. Kelsey. Kelsey goes for three touchdowns, gets off AFC offensive player of the week. Herbert, uh, was missing Mike Mike uh, Mike Williams for most yeah. of the game. I think he played yeah, he one him. play, had a really nice catch, and then goes. He right had out. him early. Yeah, he had him early in the game, and they and the Chargers' offense looked different. It looked 
it looked impressive. Um, Josh Palmer's come along, you know, and, and that's another weapon they have there. It was him, Keenan Allen, and and uh, Mike Williams in there, and it just looked like a different team. They looked explosive. They hit a really deep uh, touchdown, I think their first drive of the game, to Josh Palmer. Um, and then yeah. Mike Williams goes to catch a ball on the sideline, and he re-aggravates the high ankle sprain. And, I mean, they still continued to move the ball well, but that's just an added dimension with those two receivers healthy. They they um, they fought in this game, I thought. I thought it was back and forth for the most part, and then the fourth quarter rolled around, and it the Chiefs just kind of took over. There was a fumble by Keenan Allen, and then I think Melvin Gordon immediately fumbled the ball back, um, and Melvin Gordon ended up getting cut because Melvin of that. Gordon? No, he was he was on the Broncos. I'm not Melvin Gordon. Who am I thinking of? Melvin Gordon did Pache- get cut. Pacheco. Melvin Gordon did get cut, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Pacheco that, that I'm, fumbled. I might be mixing up. Stuff. Oh, no, it was McKinnon. I'm, it was Jarek McKinnon. McKinnon, okay. McKinnon okay, fumbled. Okay. Yeah, Pacheco was playing the lead, lead running back in this game. But yeah, McKinnon fumbles it, and then Keenan Allen makes up for it, makes an incredible deep catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert threw an absolute bomb that was right on the money. It hits mm. Keenan Allen. They end up turning that into a touchdown, take the lead, and then Mahomes does what he does. And uh, yeah, that was it. I it's think they so left him like a minute 40, like 100 seconds, and it was plenty. It's so interesting how the ball comes out of uh, Herbert's hands. It's it's so low. It's such a low release point. You know, it's really compact and 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 you know, and then it comes out a hundred miles an hour, and you're like, you know, yeah. how that happen? Um, but yeah, that's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a good player. Derwin yeah, James so, is all over the place in the game too. I like. Yeah, that I know. Guy. And then he got beat for the last touchdown. Yeah, he got picked yeah. off of Kelsey. <laughs> Just got one step off, and that's all it what, took. What's the deal with Kelsey? You know, like when's he going to He's so good. Like, is anyone accounting for Travis Kelsey? Like, forget about the other guys, man. Travis Kelsey, that's the guy you need to watch. Back when it was Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, I could understand, like, one or the other. But now it's just like, how many times has he had? Is is this his second three-touchdown game in, like, three weeks? I think they were both both on primetime. Yeah, he's he's tremendous. I don't – honestly, I don't understand why people feel like they need to have a big guy covering him. Because he just runs receiver routes. It's not like he catches, it's not like he's a jump ball guy where you really need some height to attack him. I, I would it's just a, just go a slot cornerback. I mean, he plays slot receiver. The amazing thing is, that I think that I think that the Chargers have the perfect guy to watch him at all times, Derwin James. Yeah. He's kind of he's kind of the guy, like... But he's also why, a, a bigger physical guy where you would think, well, then jam him every play. If you're going to have a guy I don't, like Derwin James, I, who's 6'2 and long and big, I have Otherwise, a hard time like, believing that he couldn't ca- catch up with Kelsey, though. I mean, he's insanely athletic. It's just I don't know how good he's. He's not as good as coverage as you know. I'm just thinking a like a like a big it's slot. A, That's what you need to to cover him, like a huge fucking slot, like a. Well, I'm saying he doesn't even need to be big. Just a slot, like I would have Jonathan Jones cover him. If yeah, the Patriots played them. That's who yeah, I, would I think pick. that's a that's a good call. Jonathan Jones is strong as hell too for his size. Yeah. Um, All right. So the, the Chiefs move into first place in the AFC, uh, undisputed first place. The Bills do have the tiebreaker over them, so it depends on how it plays out over the next few weeks to see who's going to maintain that that bye week going into the playoffs. Uh, but coming up this next week, we got a great slate of Thanksgiving games. Obviously, the Patriots playing on Thanksgiving evening is going to be awesome. But I mean, even the early games, Detroit, I think Detroit's going to get absolutely massacred by the Bills, but Detroit will probably put, put up some points. And then yeah. and then the, the Giants and, and Cowboys playing in the afternoon slot. The Giants are missing four offensive linemen going up against the Cowboys, who just had seven sacks last weekend. 
this might yeah. be a shit show for yeah, Daniel it's Jones. Brutal. Giants are coming back down to earth a little bit, huh? Um, but you mentioned the Bills. Are they staying in Detroit for yeah. the second week? I wouldn't even have gone back. There's six feet of snow in Buffalo. What's the point? Yeah, just let's just stay here, to? practice. Maybe one of the college teams can let you use their facility or something. You could buy it or whatever. Um, yeah, there's nothing to go back to. It's decimation in Buffalo. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the game there. You got to thank Buffalo. I mean, they didn't really put up a convincing performance against Cleveland, but you would think they were, that they, they should... were up most of the time. Cleveland didn't make it a one score game until the very, very. So it, it looked better in the end than, than yeah. it actually was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you would think yeah. that the, the bills get that one. Yeah, definitely. Definitely in the, in the dome, they're just going to be lights out offensive. We, we saw the Lions defense. I mean, come on, that bills yeah. offense is going to light it up. Yeah. And I saw, um, Akuda has a concussion. Oof. So yeah, probably not good for them. No good, no good. It's a twelve thirty yeah. game, and then the next game up is the Giants and Cowboys, which we touched on. Um, Cowboys should probably take that just based on the the state of the health of the, the Giants front seven or the Giants right. offensive line. And then we got Pats Vikings. Pats Eight twenty. Eight twenty Eastern. I will be in attendance in the nosebleeds. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna try to stay awake after the turkey. Uh, but I just feel like very similarly to how the Cowboys matched up against the Vikings, I think the Pats match up really well with that defensive front. I just think we're gonna we're gonna get after Kirk Cousins. We're gonna make him uncomfortable. We're gonna put him on the ground, make him fumble, throw interceptions, all those good things. It's gonna be um, inside a dome, which probably benefits the Vikings more so than the Patriots, especially with the way that Justin Jefferson can run routes. My God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really interested, and it'll probably be anticlimactic to see the way that Belichick defends Justin Jefferson because it's probably just going to be a double team. It's going to be Devin McCourty over right. the top and somebody mm-hmm. underneath. Yeah, and we've already shut down Hawkinson once this year. Um, so it's it's an interesting one from the perspective that, you know, Cousins isn't going to do anything that's going to surprise you. He's not really a rollout guy. He's a pocket guy. You know where he's going to be. Um, we do a pretty good job against receivers. Even even Jeff, Justin Jefferson, I would say, like receivers aren't usually the reason we lose games, you know. So um, I think the big one there is Dalvin Cook. Uh, yeah. If you can keep him contained, I think that the defense stands a pretty good chance. The other side of the ball, I mean, they've they allowed a lot of points last week. I don't know where it's coming from as far as their defense, but it it's not very convincing, is it? I mean, their defense is. 31st in passing yards allowed. Right. So it seems like there you go. There's, we just got to hold up at the line of scrimmage and let Mac find his guys. Doesn't have to be big plays, but um, I think we match up really well. I think you're right. Really, really well. And you wouldn't think so with the eight and two team and all the crit- critiques that we've had about this Patriots squad. But I mean, the Vikings, you mentioned they're second worst in, in passing yards and passing defense, their lower half in rushing defense their lower lower third in rushing offense it's like they don't do a lot of things very well they do protect the ball for the most part and they do get takeaways and I think a lot of that has to has to do with the way they've been able to play from in front I mean Kirk Cousins is is known for being pretty careful with the ball but Mm -hmm. uh, when they're able to play from in front it generates some turnovers in the fourth quarter for that defense right I am worried about I mean Daniil Hunter and particularly Zadarius Smith Coming after the quarterback, I think Max can take a lot of sacks. I think be very careful with those sacks uh, in terms of protecting the ball when he gets hit. And then, yeah, Daniel Hunter's a, a special player. He's going to give if, if Kajust is out there, Daniel Hunter's going to have a field day. I, uh, Zed- Zadarius Smith is limited with a knee, 
He is. So he only plays could, about half the snaps. They have a pitch count for him, similarly to what they have for Dalvin Cook. But and, and Sedarius just on that little pitch count too. Sedarius um, rushes for, all over, in, including inside, and I'm worried about when they match him up over Ferentz's head. If Ferentz is, is ends up being the starter for this game, that's going to be yeah. real bad for us. Another little saving grace: Dalvin Tomlinson limited with a calf, and that's a big boy in the middle of their uh, defensive line. There, maybe you can get a little running game going. That would be nice. Get the yeah. running game going. Set up the set up the pass. But you got, I mean, you just got to block. You just got to block. You know, yeah. Justin big, Jefferson big uh, has a toe uh, problem. I guess he's full practice, but I think it took him out of the game last week. I don't have the the snap counts in front of me, but I heard that he was not the same because of a toe last week. I don't know if it took him out. Or what? Something to but... monitor. Something to monitor right there. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think the the Patriots defense is going to do a good job. The offensive line is probably going to uh, have their struggles, and as such, I expect a pretty big day from Nick Folk. I'm calling in a 19 to 17 Patriots. I'm probably right around there on the score too. I'll go 2013 Pats, and nice. I'm surprised to make that pick after last week. I think if we were playing anyone else. Um, as far as how just just the numbers and 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 where these guys are at right now, especially an eight and two team, I'm I'm kind of shocked that I'm picking that scoreline. How about that? How about that? How yeah. about it'll, that? How about that? It'll be great. It'll be great. Yep. Nighttime game, a lot of fun. Everybody, you get your naps in after dinner before the game starts. Be rearing and ready to go. Uh, we need you fresh, Sean. You got to lay off the turkey. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I'm switching out prime rib this year. As prime no rib. trip to fan. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's a wise decision, man. It's the it's right a wise move. decision. It's the right move for us this year. We'll see how it plays out. I'll keep you guys updated next okay. week. Uh, in, in terms of Sunday matchups, it seems like a lot of the good games got moved to Thursday or just just so happen to fall on Thursday. I mean, my number one game, and call me crazy, Atlanta Falcons playing the Washington Commanders. Commanders on a two-game winning streak. They just beat the crap out of the Texans, who are horrendous. Uh, I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you're going to watch that game. There's no way you watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I'm going to watch? Like Tennessee hosting the Bengals? That's amazing. honestly maybe. Um, some bad ones, huh? Uh, Baltimore Jaguars, at Jacksonville. Ravens, yeah, maybe Buccaneers, Browns. Oof. It's bad. Man. It's bad news. Yeah, none of these Vegas at Seattle. I'm interested in, but I think that Seattle is just going to own that Raiders defense. I think they're just going to control the ball, probably 35, 40 minutes of, of time possession, and they're just going to wear them out. Do I even mention Rams Chiefs? I mean, the Rams aren't even the same team anymore. Like you know, in the off season, they were like, "This is going to be the game of the year." Yeah, yeah, that's got to be so disappointing. Um, Saints Forty ers I think the Forty ers are, are starting to get things moving. Um, they seem to be a team on the up. If I was going to pick any team that's ascending right now, I think it'd be the Niners. Uh, yeah, I'd go Niners in that one. They're at home against the Saints. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'll I'll lock that one in. Philadelphia Sunday night hosting the Packers. You would have thought this is a terrific game. Packers lost another one last week uh, to the Titans, but they do come in with that ten days of rest, a little bit of extra rest time going against the Eagles, who are reeling a bit off of their loss, a, a neck and neck game against the Colts last weekend. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Green Bay's <laughs> got enough. I'm picking Philly in this game, but gotta say I'm not that confident. I like I like exactly what you just said. Um, there's something about the long week with Green Bay and the way that Philly is playing right now that makes me want to give Green Bay a chance in this one. This is a must-win game for them. What are they, 4-7? and seven? Yeah. 4-7, and seven. holy shit, coming in. I, some of the records this year, I never would have believed it if you told me that. But, yeah, I mean, 
for some reason I, I want to go um I want to go Green Bay in this game. Even I think they're in Philly, right? It's in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of tough. Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. stick with it. I'm gonna go Green Bay. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Nice. Uh, Chargers. Who are they playing? Uh, they're at the Cardinals at 4:05. Yeah, that that could be a decent one. Cardinals are are playing with Colt McCoy. Did not have a good showing on Monday night, but maybe Kyler Murray comes back and they got some juice from that. I don't know. I just feel like Colt McCoy is a more stable presence for that team. Although um, they did just lose. Oh, they lost their offensive line coach. Right? And he got fired after some misconduct. Oh, really? In Mexico City. Yeah, so he uh, is no longer with them. So they're in flux on the offensive line. Hey, did you see the Titans coordinator um, got, yeah, a got a DUI? DUI. In, was, it, was it in Green Bay? I believe it was in Tennessee. So like they flew out after the Thursday night game, and then he got it Friday morning in Tennessee. I thought he got it in, in, in Green Bay, which was fascinating to me because that, why do you have your own car in Green Bay and, <laughs> and can't take an Uber? You know? Yeah. But if, it, if it's in Tennessee, then I'll let him off the hook. I'll let him off the hook. I don't know. It's still coming off the, the team plane yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, bad settle down. Yeah. All right, well, I think yeah. we covered pretty much all of them. I all think we nailed it. I deserve. think we nailed it. Right. Why don't, why don't we leave the folks with our favorite Thanksgiving dishes? Um, I'm a mashed potato guy. Born and raised for my mom. Little nice. chunks of potato, lots of butter in there, lots, maybe some cream. Little chunks of chive and, you know peppercorns whole peppercorns little gravy salt oh, yeah with dip it with a roll that's my jam that's my jam Dude, you're nailing it wow yeah, i know what i, I gotta go i gotta go stuffing i know it's kind of down the middle but you don't have it that often so i like when it comes the, around you love i like it. the wet stuffing that came from inside the beast inside yes. the turkey you know <laughs> that's that's the good good stuffing you know that's that good yeah so yeah same i don't like any of that like crisp i don't want crispy stuffing no, dude, you I need want, it like I want sopping and juices. Yeah, like a spongy, spongy texture. I'm with you. I'm with you, dude. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up here. Go Pats on Thursday night. Thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful holiday. We will yep. be back next week to talk about anything and everything. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.